Welcome to the Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya Spiritual Practice, David Strickle, shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called the Stream. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David Show. I am here today with Cat Wonders. Hello. One hello. of my favorite people on the planet. Cat, how are you? Aww. I'm Aww. so good. <laughs> that made my day. <laughs> so there's a lot of pressure in my intro. I realize we, we talk about uh, having your mind blown. So we've got to blow some minds today, Cat. Oh, it's like what I'm best at. So no problem. <laughs> good. <laughs> I was going to call you a mind blower, but I thought, okay, that doesn't really sound good. So. I, you know, if the shoe fits, whatever. <laughs> all right, let's pull back into spirituality now. And of course, it's all spiritual, right? Everything is. so. Different topic. That's a different, different topic. topic. That's true. Different, Totally different show and probably different network. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's let's kind of let's dive into talking about the original book. Uh, you are and to introduce Cat, if you don't know who Cat is, Cat uh, is first and foremost an author herself. You have how many books have you written? Uh, under different pen names, twenty nine, and wow. under the well known pen names, I think I think fifteen, and multiple topics. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so many more on the way that actually relate a little more to um, the stream and Taya and all that that ties in there. But that's a whole different story for another day. Yeah, yeah, but very eclectic uh, writings. And uh, the, the way that I know Kat is that she is the editor of my first book and is the editor and writing partner on my second forthcoming book. Which, uh, my first book, if you have not read it, I encourage you to get it and read it. And Kat can tell you a little more about that as well. It's called The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. It's an introduction to me and The Stream and The Stream's teachings. And the new book that is not yet published uh, is the Taya book. It's called The Taya Practice is the working name for now. And then I have another book that I'm just starting that's called Source on Earth. And that's going to be real. I'm really excited about that. But that probably won't be out for a couple of years. So Oh, my God. I'm so excited, though. Yeah, you should talk about it. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, I'm kind of taking you through these books. I I space my books out because I want to. to, they're, They're very different. The stream book was written and published a couple of years ago. But it's still a great introduction to the stream's teachings and into how I came to channel the stream uh, and all that. And it's as relevant today as ever, of course. But it's a very good introduction to all of this. And then, of course, since I wrote and published that book, I have developed a spiritual practice based on their teachings that I'm now teaching to people all over the world. And if you've been on my YouTube channel or you've been in our Facebook group, you see the dozens and dozens of testimonials from people whose lives have been forever changed with this practice. So that's what the Taya book is all about. (laughs) Yeah, and I was going to say, in in addition to being an author and an editor, Kat is also a Taya master. (laughs) We're not sure what color belt that is. (laughs) Can can mine be pink? We don't have belts. I'm just kidding. She's a pink belt in Taya. (laughs) That's that's my favorite color. (laughs) That's the highest uh, honor there is, is to be a pink belt in Taya. So (laughs) Taya... <laughs> so Kat Kat graduated from Taya Boot Camp. She got into Taya Mastery, and this is your second year in Mastery. And I always joke that the the secret to to Taya Mastery is that we're never going to master it, right? Mm-hmm. Just like yoga, it's a practice, an ongoing practice. Yeah, because what we find is you you learn these things and you apply them in your life, and your life improves in er- every area, really. And if we don't keep a practice up, then we are apt to regress back to kind of the way things were before we ever started practicing. Because we have this magical thing called vibrational flow that we're talking about all the time. And vibrational flow is always tugging at our vibration, no matter what, to give us this interesting life experience of both positive and negative things. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're really not mastering vibrational flow. We're mastering our reaction to vibrational flow. Would you say that that's accurate? Oh, absolutely. 
So tell them your synopsis of the first book and your take on the first book. Uh, I'd, I'd like to hear you talk about it a little bit because you, you speak so um, kindly about the stream book. <laughs> and I know you enjoyed editing it and, and it really, um, you know, you, you were doing that as sort of a, a professional relationship with me and then it turned into something much bigger as far as getting in full blown into the Taya practice and the mastery <laughs> after that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's an understatement if ever there was one. This has just been an explosion since we first encountered each other. But um, this will be easy to talk about because I actually just reread the stream book very recently. I don't know what made me do it. I just I I'm so involved with the stream and the Taya practice and everything daily that it's like the only book I really care about in spirituality anymore. I know that sounds a little bit ridiculous, um, but a lot of other spiritual books that I read, they just don't speak to me the same way they used to. I used to literally spend all my time reading about spirituality, just trying to learn and absorb everything. And now pretty much all I read are um, books about unicorns and, <laughs> and then the stream. So um, it's a... It's an interesting introduction, and that's what I'm going to – I like to focus on the fact it's really an introduction into what the stream does. Like, it doesn't – I mean, the Taya practice is mentioned. It's not really explained. I can't – honestly, was it even mentioned as the Taya practice in the book? I feel like the word Taya wasn't even used, was it? There's a Maybe. chapter called Taya, and it talks about taking everything from that book and, and turning it into – uh, a trusting your abundance practice. And then of course that was the idea. And then after really before, right before the book was launched, I started an online course yeah. called abundance breakthroughs. And that course quickly evolved to the Taya practice. And, and of course now it's called Taya bootcamp because we're teaching mm -hmm. the Taya spiritual practice or mindset practice. Those things are interchangeable depending on your belief system. Uh, and we, we really just cut the official name is now the Taya practice. That's the trademark name is the Taya practice period. It's, it's because it could be a mindset practice. It could be a spiritual practice. Certainly, uh, if you're not into spirituality, it really, it makes sense. It's, it's a very practical practice. The only thing about it that is particularly woo woo, if you will, <laughs> or out there is the fact that it was all channeled. It's, you know, the whole yeah. thing was channeled. But when we take these channel teachings and apply them in a human way, it works. Yeah. It just works. So I used to tell people when I was really into Abraham years ago, I used to tell people that would be really freaked out at the idea of anything being channeled. I understood that very well because even though I was told I was a channel, the, the it was freaky to me. It was weird. You know, this person's possessed. They're, you know, wh wh where is this coming from? So I would always tell people about Abraham, it's really good information. It will help you uh, improve your life. Don't worry so much about where it's coming from and just listen to it and apply it and set aside where this information is coming from. And so I asked the same of the stream teachings. Set aside where it's coming from and really pay attention to the practice itself and see that it, there are things already out there that are incorporated into this, but this is an all-encompassing practice that... Really, it's not about law of attraction. It's about vibrational flow and how you mm -hmm. deal with vibrational flow in your life, which is very different than the typical LOA stuff, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. So so can I go back to my, my experience with the book? Sure. Please <laughs> can do. Can I get back to that? So, yeah, take us, take us back to the focus of the show over and over again. Please. I, I need you to do that as you, as you were well aware. <laughs> so in... The book, it talks about, and I remember, okay, it was chapter 19, Practicing Trusting Your Abundance, and then in parentheses, TIA, T-Y-A, in all capital letters. So since then, it has actually really evolved into its own thing, because it, it just was like, I call this T-Y-A, Trust Your Abundance, and now it's just TIA, and it's not all caps anymore. It's its its, its own word. Like, you, you definitely, it's it's transformed quite a bit but the book itself like I love rereading it because even now that I've been working with you and with the stream for so long there's still all these wonderful little things that I come back to and you're like oh yeah and it really just helps you realign with what you're learning and it's kind of the same with Taya boot camp because I 
have actually started signing back into the course portal because I went through boot camp first and started just occasionally checking things out. I wouldn't say I'm going through boot camp again because I don't think that's necessary at all. But there's just some cool things that you go back in and the little reminders are really helpful. So that book in particular, like when I first found you, it was from an Instagram post and it was because another client of mine, I had edited all her books, um, gosh, and her books are also just really in line with the stream's message, but her name's Elsa Mendoza. And she wrote these, I think she has four books now, um, and I've edited three of the four, but we met in person, and she thought of me immediately because she had been following the stream for a while. And so she contacted me like, hey, you you want to apply for this. <laughs> and so that journey of me applying for editing the book and then getting to edit it and really getting to read it over and over and over again, I didn't even have my team like, cause I own an editing company. So I have a whole team that works with me. I didn't, other than the proofreader, I didn't really have anyone else go in on that book because I was enjoying editing it so much. And to this day, it's my favorite book I've ever edited because there's just so much wisdom in it. And obviously that sparked the whole beginning of my journey through all of this. I was like, well, this is life changing because it's, it's like, for me, it's like a cross between some of my favorite spiritual books I had read, which were like Conversations with God, A Course in Miracles, um, The Disappearance of the Universe, and then, you know, um, Law of Attraction stuff. And it was just this no fluff version of it that actually finally hit home. Like, hey, this actually makes sense. And this is really skyrocketing my, what at the time I called my spiritual practice. And now I just call it my life practice because... That's a whole, that's a different topic for another day, but it has really skyrocketed everything. And yeah, it all started with this book you wrote and, and that FaceTime conversation you and I had, what, three years ago, four years ago? I don't know. However long ago that was. It was three, we, three years ago. Three. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's a great, I would say introduction, but honestly, yes, it's an introduction to the stream, but it's also... It's more than that. Like if you're interested in the stream's teachings at all, the stream book definitely has kind of a little bit of everything. Like it touches on a lot of topics, but this next book that we're doing, I feel like that's the all encompassing, like everything you wanted to know about really practicing Taya is in this book that we're working on now that's coming next. Yeah. I would say that if you if you follow any spiritual teachers, and if you're listening to the show, you probably do, and you like what they teach, but you want to sort of have a system in your life to apply the teachings, that's where Taya comes in with the stream's teachings. And I know some spiritual teachers have things like that and some do not. But for me, I needed to, to have a system to apply these things. And I actually created Taya for myself. And it worked. And it worked so well that I got to a point where I couldn't not share it with the world any longer. And so I had to do something. And that's when I quit my job and met you and got the book published. And then you introduced me to Kimberly Masca. And I learned how to do online courses and things like that. And it just kind of kept unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And now we have this mastery program for people that have gone through boot camp. And the mastery group, it's a mastermind where we, we are taking these teachings just to a higher and higher and higher level at all times. And I'm just amazed at the things that are coming out of there. So to, to wrap up about Taya before we go to, to break in a couple of minutes. So those four pillars of the Taya practice is forgiveness, polarity, source, and intention. So we focus on those four things in our daily lives. And when you are continually forgiving and thus appreciating all of your transgressors, all of your transgressors, and you are aware of polarity, meaning your vibration and the impact that polarity is having on your vibration, because it does constantly, when you are continually seeking source connection, which is really the allowing of your natural source connection to be realized, it's always there, and you're intentional with what you want to happen in your day, when you start doing those four things together, you are very magical. And your life becomes very magical. And that's what's getting the transformations that you see on all these YouTube videos that we put out. And that's what has transformed for Kat and, and all the other masters for sure. Oh, yeah. 
100%. Yeah, it's an interesting group and we're, we're adding to it um, pretty continually these days, which is fantastic. So we're coming up with four um, tenants of mastery and Kat, you haven't even heard this yet. I'm going to share this on live radio before the whole group, but it's, yeah, I was well, like, we just what? came up with it. Yeah. We just came. It's really cool though, but you're kind of already aware of this, but we're formalizing it now. It's, it's proclamation, commitment, focus, and action. Hmm. So it's taking the stuff that you, the four pillars that you learn in boot camp, and you have a proclamation for your life. You're have a, a statement of commitment. Where are you committing to, to change? What do you want to change in your life? And how are you going to focus on the vibrational shift that needs to happen to make those things happen. And then once the vibrational shift happens, what is your action step? What are you going to do in an inspired way that's going to bring about change? So it's taking that practice to a much higher level, but I'm really excited that we've sort of formalized these four tenets. Isn't that cool? That's fancy. (laughs) So we'll get back. We'll get into that when we get back in just a moment, but I want to dive also into this, this uh, unicorn thing, the unicorn books that you're talking about, (laughs) because I always say that, you know, the thing about Taya and my teaching in the stream is that there's no fairy dust. There's no unicorns. There's no rainbows. It really is all about the consciousness that we call source and everything else is sort of human created fairy dust around all of that. But here I am talking to somebody that's so into unicorns. So I love we'll unicorns. dive into that one. <laughs> Let's take a break and when we get back, we'll talk about unicorns for a moment. We'll be right back with Cat Wonders. Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me, to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We are back on the stream of David with Cat Wonders, and we're going to talk unicorns now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This is the I, unicorn segment. So tell, why, why are so you great. so into unicorns? Tell us about that. <laughs> Isn't that a great question? My daughter has been asking me that for years, too. Um, what I think the appeal is to me, God, yeah. I, I don't even like horses, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't like horses at all. I like well, horses are boring animals. if you're into unicorns. Come on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, what The one thing that I really appreciate about them is, like, the term someone being a unicorn. And it's usually, like, people have told me my whole life, wow, cat, you're a unicorn. And it's usually because there's something super unique about me that they're talking about specifically. Like one guy on a dating website said, you're such a unicorn because I like skydiving and dark beer. Or another person told me I'm a unicorn because I'm smart and athletic. And I have taken to using that term with, you know, I'm searching for my unicorn. And my mom always joked that if anyone could find a unicorn, it would be me because things in my entire life always have just come together. And the things I would now, I like now I use the term manifest, but back, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know anything about that stuff. And I always just called it searching for my unicorn. And I would always find my unicorn, no matter how weird. And even my sister said, you always have this way of going out and getting exactly what you want, no matter how insane it is. I have no doubt that one day you will have a pet unicorn. And so, yeah, unicorns have (laughs) been a big part of my life for a long time. I have, you know, unicorn car seat cover, unicorns all over my house. This guy came in to do some maintenance and he's looking around and there are unicorns 
everywhere. And he's like, wow, um, is your daughter just really into unicorns? And then I kind of look at him, and at the time, I'm wearing a unicorn dress with unicorn socks. <laughs> and I was like, no, these are mine. So <laughs> she doesn't really like unicorns like I do. So, yeah, uh, I like unicorns. So cool. at uh, happy hour that night, he was sitting around with his friends drinking a beer, talking about the crazy unicorn lady he met. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some people are crazy cat ladies. I'm yeah. a crazy unicorn lady. Well, you know, wouldn't okay. you rather be a crazy fill-in-the-blank person than a boring <laughs> no fill-in-the-blank person of course you would exactly <laughs> that's the way i feel about channeling there's plenty of people in my social circle that do not understand that aspect of me at all oh yeah and i'm okay with that i i'm completely fine with that and if they think it's freaky or weird or and i wasn't always that way i definitely kept it hidden but now that i'm out of the the, the channeling closet and have been for a few years i'm so much happier i just don't care if somebody thinks it's weird or they're not into yeah. it or whatever it is, I just don't care. It doesn't matter to me because it's not for them, right? Yeah. Well, how many so closets I, have you had to come out of now? I mean, just two. <laughs> <laughs> just the two. That's it. Not going back into either one of them ever, ever, ever. So yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny. I, um, I I tell have told the story before that when I came out to my mother, she never spoke to me again for the rest of her life. I was uh, I think I was twenty four years old. And I told my mother that I was gay and she hung up and wouldn't, you know, take my calls. And I didn't speak to her for a year. And then I tried to call her back a year later and that was just sort of the end of our relationship. And then she lived another 20 plus years and we never spoke again. And her sister, my aunt, was very critical of her for that. I can't believe she turned her back on her own son, only, you know, her own son and not her only son, but her own son and all of this very judgmental, very critical about my mother, and I appreciated her support. And then when I came out as a channel on Facebook, she told me I was going to burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then she blocked me on Facebook, and I've never spoken to her since, and I think I've only spoken to my cousin. Oh, my God. Maybe. My cousin didn't block me, but she definitely doesn't interact with me anymore uh, because they're, they're big Baptists, and, um, yeah, they're not into the channeling thing at all. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the, the little clip of video that I posted of me channeling was very benign and very positive. And it was, it was, I don't even remember, it's been so long now that I don't even remember exactly how I worded it, but I was just kind of saying, Hey, this is who I am people. This is what I do. And a lot, I'm from small town, Louisiana. A lot of people disconnected from me after that. But my aunt was one that surprised me a little bit. Like, wow, you stood by the gay thing, but you can't handle the channeling thing. I guess I think she thought it was blasphemous. Yep. So that really, really bothered her that I was, uh, you know, in her eyes, speaking God, I, I don't call it that. A lot of people call it that. I don't specifically call it that. So that was an interesting experience for me, for sure. But going back to the unicorn thing, something <laughs> that I, I used to, years ago, I was very freaked out by snakes. I wouldn't really call it necessarily a phobia, but even a, a, a picture of a snake would freak me out for some reason. Oh, wow. And I, of course, I, I'm all about getting over all of your fears. And, and Taya is about living free of fear in every area of your life. And it's so different for me now. Snakes don't freak me out at all. You know, I live in the desert and we go hiking and I'm always wanting to see a rattlesnake. I don't want to step on one, but I want to see them because I think they're so beautiful. And I have this, uh, this Jonathan Adler mug that has snakes on it. And I have one of my new people in boot camp told me the other day that she's so freaked out by snakes that when I drink out of that mug on Zoom meetings, it freaks her out. Hmm. <laughs> I said, well, that's something we have to work on in boot camp then is getting you over that fear so that snakes don't, don't bother you. And I've even gone as far, I have had snakes um, on lots of different things. I do think they're beautiful animals. I've thought about getting a tattoo. You know, I have TYA for Taya on my left arm. I've thought about getting 888 tattooed on my right uh, in the same scale, but in snakes. Hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, so does that mean I should get you a rattlesnake for your birthday? Uh, not a live one. <laughs> 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 a picture of a rattlesnake would be great. I don't need a rattlesnake in my house as a pet. Fine. I don't think Lola and the rattlesnake would get along, and I think Lola would probably ultimately lose that battle, so no, no yeah. thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Lola is my French bulldog, if you're listening and don't know what I'm talking about with Lola. So, um, yeah, she's, she thinks she's a tough dog, but I think with a rattlesnake, I would not want to see that uh, go down. Fair enough. 
So let's get into, so we talked about the original book, the stream book, and you can get the stream book uh, on Amazon. It's called The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. Uh, Kat and I would love it if you would check that out and, and read it. Uh, and I was the author and Kat was the editor of that book. We are going to relaunch that book. We were just talking about that right before we went live. We're going to uh, do a little relaunch at some point. But right now you can go get it on Amazon. And the Taya book uh, is something that is finished uh, Kat is doing a, an edit of it right now, and then we are actually going to be looking to get an agent and get that published in a more mainstream way than we did last time. It was a boutique publisher last time. This time we're looking for agency. So if you're a book agent, uh, make yourself known. We'll make ourselves known to you, certainly. Uh, and would, would love to, uh, to explore that route, at least, in getting it published. So it really is about the Taya practice, and we have two and a half years now uh, of history of teaching the Taya practice to people all over the world and dozens and dozens of graduates, over 100 graduates actually, of the Taya Bootcamp program and, and just lots of uh, great stories of people changing their lives with this practice. And it continues to unfold for us. And I have yet to find a ceiling of connectivity to source for joy or even the ceiling of defining what abundance is with this practice. And it can be material abundance, certainly, but it can be abundance of true love, abundance of self-love, which is a very important part of the Taya practice because loving yourself is key to source connection because source is love. And when you want a source connection in your life and you're not loving yourself, you are out of vibrational alignment with that, that energy. So that self-love and self-appreciation is so important. And if you follow me on TikTok, we talk about that on TikTok all the time and that those uh, teachings do very well on TikTok. People on that uh, medium love anything that's <laughs> that's spiritual, that's you know, there's I think there's a lot of people that are sort of new to spirituality on there and they like the way that we teach and they like the uh, the message of, of self-love and the very simple messages about aligning with your desires they tend to do really well on there. Are you on TikTok, Kat? No, but my daughter is. <laughs> And I see your TikToks because you put them on Instagram. So I've, it's just such an interesting platform to me. And I'm so surprised about all the interaction you get on there. And it just makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a cool platform just because I, there's something about the algorithm. More people can discover you. Uh, I, I like the randomness of it. It's very easy because you're just scrolling. If you if, if anybody's listening, you're not on TikTok. Uh, there's lots and lots of people getting on there now, and it's it's interesting because it's different than Facebook. It's different than Instagram. It's one minute videos, and you just kind of scroll through these videos. And if it doesn't interest you, you just scroll on to the next one, the next one, the next one. It never ends. There's so much content on there, and they do a good job of curating. Once you've been on it for a while they start curating this page that's called your, your, called your For You page. So they pay attention to the types of things that you're stopping and looking at and liking, and they give you more of that. So you get this super curated feed of things that you're interested in, and it can be stupid, absolutely, and it can be also very informative. I can't tell you how much I have learned on TikTok. There are some really interesting, there's a lot of things uh, regarding science, a lot of spirituality on TikTok. Uh, a lot of politics, especially right now with, with oh. the election in the United States. Uh, but you don't have to stop on anything. <laughs> huh. And you'll notice that the things that you stop and pay attention to, like I said, you get more of. And if you don't like something, I think you can actually go, I don't bother doing this, but you can tell them not to show you any more things like that. So if there's something that's taking you down the spiral, politics does not take me down the spiral. Uh, from your reaction, I'm thinking that for you, maybe it does. <laughs> Um, it, it uh, recently, it's more the people complaining about the politics, the actual, like the actual politics, like news articles and things like that. It's the responses from the people that, yeah, that takes me down my spiral. And so I just don't pay attention as best I can. Hmm. Yeah. I've kind of gotten to where it, it doesn't really, things just don't take me down my spiral the way they used to. I can, I can allow someone to sort of have their point of view and if I, you know, if I don't care to hear it, it's so easy just to kind of scroll on on that app. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes it's interesting just to listen to to what uh, someone thinks. That's that perhaps thinks very different than you. And 
if they're not just screaming about something, it's a lot easier to stop and listen, right? Yeah, and and that's that's where I have to step back because right now with politics, emotions are very high with people, and especially with the whole you know the pandemic thing. That has even become political, and so emotions are even higher because people are scared. And yeah, yeah, and I'm not scared, so it's 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 just hard for me to understand where someone's coming from when it's so foreign to me. But yeah, well, it can be very fear-based. You're right; it can be very, very fear-based. And we know anybody that is a student of the law of attraction in any way understands that whatever you focus upon, you're going to attract into your life. Mm -hmm. So if you are focusing on what you don't want, all you're doing is giving more power to exactly what you don't want. And that's true for the collective consciousness also. So we see that in politics. People focus more on what they don't want or the candidate they don't want than what they do want. And then they wonder why the candidate prevails. It's because all the attention is going to that candidate, whatever it is, whatever side it is. And I, I wish people would understand that focusing on what you want as opposed to what you do not is so much more powerful in delivering whatever it is that you want in your life. And it works on every single topic, whether it's a relationship or better health or a better body or more money or more joy, more freedom, whatever it is. But yep. that, that, that seems to fall flat for a lot of people. People really want to push against things and focus on and rant about the things that they don't like and wonder why they stick around. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, and part of Taya is also detuning all that stuff so that there's nothing. You can be in an allowing state really about everything. And if you get into an allowing state about everything, then there's nothing to fear and there's nothing left to push against. My intention for my life is just best possible outcome always without needing anything specific to occur to make me happy. And that's a really different way of living my life than I have <laughs> for the first 48, 49 years of my life. I did not live that way. Even though I understood law of attraction, I thought for years I needed a specific X, Y, Z to happen to be happy. And when I let go of that and realized that, you know, all I need to be happy is to be happy, first of all. And secondly, just enjoying the flow. And I think you do that very well. I'm kind of glad we're segueing into that. I think you do a good job of just employ, uh, enjoying your life's flow for the ups and the downs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of my thing lately. Didn't even intend on that, but that's definitely my thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I see. And I, I, we'll take a break in a couple of minutes. But when we come back, I really want to get into... Um, you know, the whole story with your car. I think that was such a cool story because it was just like this allowing of the unfolding and best possible outcome. And even when something seems like it's not the best outcome, like you manifested, quote unquote, something unwanted, that doesn't mean that you're stopping there. And yeah. that's what so many people don't get. And people that, that get frustrated with law of attraction are very often not understanding that sometimes the universe sends you sort of a, uh, a little sign of your lack of alignment, but that can turn on a dime and be something far more positive if you simply allow that to flow through and allow that experience to flow through. But if you let something take you down and, and you're uh, you know, down in low vibration and you're upset and you're beating yourself up and you're hating the world and you're sticking yourself there, then you're just going to continue to get more things that you don't want. So very true. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk about your, your car story because I think it's a great story. We'll be right back with Cat Wonders. is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how 
wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like it was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore. It's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice in Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Cat Wonders. Hello, so Cat, I want you <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> so I want you to share your, your car theft story because I think it's a cool, cool story about how things kind of seem like they're not going right, but actually they're they're going very right. Yeah, absolutely. Um the so a brief backstory on this. I had just had a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the stream, because that's by the way, one of the best perks of being a Taya master is the mastery program. We get one-on-one -on -one sessions with the stream. Just saying, it's awesome. But the stream had told me, I so I had been in this interesting place, to be honest, I'm kind of still there, where I was feeling very neutral about things. And neutral is like the only word I can really think to use. And even the stream said, well, neutral isn't quite the word, but with your vocabulary, okay. <laughs> and like complacent, like I just, I, I wasn't unhappy at all, but I definitely wasn't, you know, excited about things like I used to be when I first got into the Taya practice. And I was just very, you know, content with life. Like I wasn't going up my spiral really high, but I certainly wasn't going down and I had no desire to make any changes. And I was like, well, is there something wrong with me? And the stream was really helpful with the whole, you're, you're doing great. Like it's okay. Um, but <laughs> you will have, there, there has to be an ebb and flow eventually. And if you don't care about anything, eventually something will happen to make you care and things will start to, you know, shift and I will place obstacles. And I remember thinking, oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's coming. So this was, gosh, I think this was only a few days after that conversation, but I went out to go work out one day to go drive to the gym and my car was gone. And I really loved this car. <laughs> this, this car was my baby. She had, you know, the custom rims and all kind of custom, custom engine work. I called her my Millennium Falcon and lots of people make fun of me because it was older and I had revamped it so much. So this was, this was my baby. Someone obviously knew and had just driven off with it and like right out of my driveway. And I go outside and I stood there looking around. I was like, okay, this is what's happening. My car is gone. All right then. So I went back upstairs and like, well, I guess I have to handle this now. And it like didn't even phase me. I was just like, all right, well, my car is gone. I gotta figure this out. And so I called it in and I'm like, you know, when I tell the police, they're trying to like make me feel better. Like, okay, you're gonna really, well, we're, we're, here's the statistics. We're gonna try to find this, but I'm like, it's okay. I know it's in a chop shop somewhere. Like someone obviously saw the custom stuff and was like, okay, hey, this is a great chop shop thing. Like, I'm not getting this car back. It's, I know, it's fine. And the only thing I did to see if like, maybe I could get it back was I did a post on social media saying stolen. So if anybody local had by chance seen it, like, you know, here's the car, it would be cool if I could get it back. And everyone's like, oh, I hope you get it back and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, it's not coming back. It's okay. So the same day I was like, well, I guess I better go buy a new car. So I wanted, I had wanted a Honda Fit for quite a while. I just think they're the cutest cars. They get good gas mileage. Like I love them so much. So, and I am a Honda princess. I love Hondas. So I went to the Honda dealership that day and find out not only is this the last year for the Honda Fit, but they only had one left of the exact one that I happened to want. So there we go. I got my brand new Honda Fit, signed it off. I was at the dealership for, you know, a couple hours, drove off with my brand new car that was that I had been wanting for a while. And if I hadn't bought it, you know, right around then, I probably would have had a lot of trouble getting that exact one I wanted. So great. I got a new car and cool, 
you know, the situation was great. And I had totally made peace with the fact that my Millennium Falcon was gone. So this was my new X-Wing Starfighter. And I love this car. And what, two weeks later, I get a call from the police that they found my Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and it wasn't just that they found it, but it was completely undamaged perfect condition they'd taken it on a joyride it wasn't even dirty there were no dents and even my boba fett stuffed animal that was in the back of it was still there all the stuff was still in it like perfect condition now i have two cars <laughs> and and like that this whole situation i was like get this of course this happened like it didn't even surprise me and there's this line that says never be surprised but always be amazed and i just remember sitting back like well here was this situation that was thrown right in front of me that you know the stream said like it would make me care and it's not that i didn't care because i did care about that car but i just accepted it and it just flowed right back to me what completely effortlessly. I love that story because <laughs> I, I knew about every step. I knew when the car got stolen and I was like you thinking, okay, somebody's steal, you know, Hondas are among the most stolen cars in the United States, at least th th there are. And I just knew just like you, that that car was stolen to send off to a chop shop and it, it would be sold off, you know, for the sum of its parts, which is much more valuable and you'd never see it again, and, and you were missing the car, and certainly, you know, a little down the spiral on the fact that your car got stolen, but you went right back up, you just got yourself together and went and bought your new car, didn't give it much thought, raised your vibration back up, and then the car comes right back to you, and now you've got two cars, and you've got a daughter that will be driving in a couple of years, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with having two vehicles, and you've got space for it. It just it sounds like such a perfect scenario of... <laughs> You, you were a little little down the spiral. You manifested an obstacle for yourself. You went up the spiral. You overcame the obstacle. And then the obstacle completely disappeared because the car came right back without a scratch on it, which is incredible. Yep. Yeah, like the stream told me, well, said to a whole audience because this was on one of our like Saturday meetings where people would come in and ask questions but they said there's nothing wrong with going down the spiral just don't do anything while you're down there <laughs> is the main thing because that's how you end up creating all sorts of crap so yeah i mean when i'm when i am down i just it's so different because i guess i don't go down as far as i used to to the point where i don't really even notice i'm down the spiral and if i do i'm like okay well just don't talk to anyone right now and I don't even have to make an effort to get back up anymore. It just it just happens pretty quickly. I mean, I can't say that I have experienced a DTS for more than a, I mean, honestly, for more than like 20, 30 minutes. Not even kidding. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Well, that's part of being a, a Taya master. And the thing that I love about this, this practice, and of course, I love everything about it because I created it. <laughs> <laughs> My ego is always ego. Uh, my ego is always engaged. Yes, um, but I do. I mean, I, I created it for myself based on what I was getting from the stream because I was frustrated with law of attraction teachings, and I was very frustrated with people selling "quote unquote" the law of attraction uh, as something that's going to bring perfection. You're going to have everything you want. And sometimes my social media people will say things like, you know, have all your dreams come true. And I, if I catch that, I'll say, let's don't say that because I don't want to give the impression that we're here on planet Earth experiencing life to just have every single thing that we want fall into our laps without ever, ever having a problem. And I know that sells books. And I know that a lot of people have a problem with the secret book because mm -hmm. the secret book could lead someone to believe that. But what I love about the secret book, and, and I was talking to, the, to Matt about this on the show last week, that Joe Rogan, uh, if you don't know, do you know who Joe Rogan is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, big podcast, probably the biggest, uh, most successful podcast uh, there is. And Joe Rogan was trashing the secret, the book. And he teaches law of attraction-esque things on his show, uh, you know, in regard to his own life and his own experience all the time. But he was he was you know, really saying the secret was this awful thing and all of that. And I understand where, where people think that because you buy that book, you start trying to apply this in your life. We all know it's true because we have examples in our lives and we see the positive people in our lives getting more of what they want and the negative people getting less. 
So we innately know that this is true, just like we innately know there's something more than physical, and that's why religions are so prolific, because that's labeled as a deity, then you're told the set of rules around that, and it's sort of easy to fall into that. So we innately know law of attraction, we innately know there's consciousness beyond life, but what is that exactly is up to interpretation. And my interpretation of the law of attraction was never perfection. And I got to age 40 and I'd always understood it, even though I didn't know what it was called, but I thought it was this thing that was out there to, to get rich with, right? Because mm -hmm. I read Think and Grow Rich. Even before I read Think and Grow Rich, I already understood that if I believed I was something, I would become that thing. I just always knew that. But I always focused on money and material things. And I got to 40 and realized that, okay, I need to find some tools to apply this to other areas of my life. And it worked. But it never brought complete perfection ever, 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 ever. And now that we've created Taya and we've gone a lot deeper into the stream's teachings, we understand that we're here for the obstacles, the obstacles are our point of new creation. So here I witnessed, you know, someone I'm very close to, you, go down the spiral and kind of be in this in this neutral place where life wasn't bad, but you also weren't bothering to pull yourself up just because you were you were okay where you were. But the stream came along and said, well, you can't just be complacent. You're always moving because of vibrational flow. Something's going to disrupt that. And the thing that disrupted it for you was your car got stolen two days after you met with them. And, but then you had to go up your spiral to solve it. And when you went up your spiral, you went and found the other car that you also wanted in a perfect way. And I, I just think it's such a cool story. And, and my, um, I, I talked about my identity theft that happened a few months back. Again, an example of the fact that, yes, I practiced this stuff, but I still go down and somehow I still manifested my identity being stolen. But... Within an hour of finding out about it, I raised my vibration by finding appreciation for the identity thieves. And in doing so, I solved it quite quite handily. I solved it. It was just no big deal at all. It was just a little blip in the radar, mm -hmm. you know, of, of my reality. And that's what I really want to get across to everybody, that life can be very joyful and very abundant, especially when you're not expecting perfection. And you can really learn from your, your down the spiral moments and your negative manifestations because they're there to help you grow anyway. Absolutely. So in these last few minutes before we're uh, finished, this hour went really fast. It always does when you're on and I'm talking to you. Uh, can you tell them where to find your books and whatever else you want to tell them about you? Um, well, honestly, <laughs> I, my, my whole thing I'm doing is just in such transition right now because I used to own, you know, a publishing company. Now I mostly do editing. I always love editing, but my team is wonderful. And my books are about to take a major turn because right now under Cat Wanders, if you look on Amazon and just look up Cat Wanders, but Cat spelled with a Q and everyone gets stuck on that. So Q-A-T. There's my yoga books and also my memoir up there. But my... <laughs> my my whole journey is just so different now. So the books that I'm going to be putting out are going to be pretty different and a lot more in line with like the stream and Taya, much more so than my original yoga books, which were for people who wanted to know more about the spirituality behind yoga and overcoming chronic pain through yoga. But Katarina Wanders, also with a Q, has all my fiction books. And let's just say, you know, I like to add unicorns to all my fiction books. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a lot of unicorns. <laughs> so yeah. So if you're right. into unicorns, it's Katarina Wonders. If you're into yes. spirituality and or yoga, it's Cat Wonders, <laughs> both with a Q. Yes. And once I get my whole, I have this whole thing I'm working on right now called living an unedited life, which is, like I said, in line with a lot of the stream teachings. And it's really about the vulnerability of building a business and like spirituality and entrepreneurship. And meanwhile, you know, being a single mom and an athlete and like all these things, people always resonate the most when I start talking about everything that went wrong. And it's so funny because they're like, wow, so your life wasn't perfect figuring all this stuff out, like stuff actually went wrong and you screwed up and they always really appreciate it. So I've started these series of this series of books of like the not so shiny 
part of how I actually did it all. So it's there's like living an unedited life and entrepreneur unedited and all the stuff. But in the process, I made a planner, actually. And I haven't even told you this, David, but it's a kind of manifestation, um, like organizing, like organizational uh, productivity manifestation planner where you sit down and you set intentions each day and your to-do list. And then at the end, you kind of write down unedited how you wanted it to go. And there's like month by month, week by week and day by day with weekends. And I took like all the planners I'd been working in for years. I kind of, I was very, I called it planner promiscuity because (laughs) I was always going through different planners and I use like five a day. So finally I took everything from those and added things that really applied to manifestation and business building along with like living a life as a typical person with a family and made this planner that I'm going to be releasing at the beginning of 2021. And I'm super stoked about And that was like not, I don't even know how that came up, but I'm so excited about this. I just had to share. No, I love that. I love that idea. Definitely. People ask me for stuff like that all the time. And, and, you know, I don't have anything like that at the moment, but maybe you can uh, co-author one with me for Taya. I certainly can. (laughs) Very nice. And we do have something coming up uh, this weekend, Saturday, this Saturday, October 17th, if you're listening to this in real time uh, of 2020. Uh, We do have a new summit with the stream. So our new stream summit uh, is going to have a panel of other podcast hosts that host spiritual podcasts on with the stream and asking questions and taking your questions. And you can view that live. This is Saturday, October 17th, 2020 from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific, a two-hour live summit. And it's going to be on the Stream of David YouTube channel. So if you are not following the Stream of David on YouTube, go to YouTube, follow the Stream of David, make sure you set notifications uh, and alerts there. And join the Taya Practice Facebook group. We'll be live there as well. Kat, thank you so much for joining. I do appreciate you being here as always. Absolutely. Namaste, everyone.